He's blonde and bitchin'. She's sporty and sassy. Together, they're perfectly imperfect. It's Jesse and Jenna's messy podcast. Cheers! <laughs> like Beetlejuice? <laughs> Not real. Well, yeah, you season. do look like Beetlejuice. Well, I guess I do. Uh, oh, no, something wrong. Oh. What? I know what it is about my face. What? My fucking eyebrows. Oh, <laughs> how they're not there? I st- I st- <laughs> no, I stopped filling. Oh, shit. What? Oops. Oh, you Sorry. just turned our camera off. No, I stopped filling them in. Follow us on YouTube. Right, where we're just fucking around right now. No, I stopped filling them in because I know there's a lot of ladies out there and I'm not even a hairy girl. So if you're like <laughs> Italian or Portuguese <laughs> or East Indian or something, I yeah. feel you right now. Because I can't even fill my eyebrows in anymore because I don't know where they are. I don't know what parts are really my eyebrows. the shape. You don't know the shape. Oh, they've all disappeared. Dog (laughs) afford. Let us get our eyebrows done, okay? And Botox. I don't even give a shit about that because I don't need it. No, I'm just (laughs) But honestly, like... Oh, uh, anyways, I hear you. How have you been? I'm okay. I I feel like it's been a while since I've seen you. Yeah, it's been a whole week. Do I look thinner? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Great, good answer. You yeah. too. You too. Thank you. So, um, but I, I was almost doing this episode alone. Oh yeah, because I almost killed myself. <laughs> Why does that make me laugh? No, like legit. What happened? Did you watch a sad movie and go in the bathtub? No, and just... no, no. What do you mean? So it was a day that there was snow on the on my car. So I got into my car. I started it, and I backed into my parking spot. Hey, good for you. Anyone who knows me knows I can't park for shit. So she yes, is that part was an accomplishment. So I thought I was pretty proud of myself. Backed into my parking spot, but I backed it into like kind of a snow ditch, right? Yes. Snowbank. So when I started my car and let it warm up while I was wiping off the snow, I'm like back and I'm like, oh, what's that burning? I didn't realize that I backed up so far into the snowbank that my exhaust was like stuck in it. Oh, so what that could have done was pump carbon monoxide into my car and I could have fucking offed myself. Because were you sitting in the car waiting for it to warm up? No, I was outside scraping. Thank God. Oh, my God. Yeah, I know. I got to Kevin's house and I was like, hey, I almost killed myself. And he's like, what? I told him he was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. That is scary. Because I know. I've heard it's similar to carbon monoxide where you don't realize you're being poisoned. You just sort of fall asleep. And it's very, very peaceful. Right. So I was super paranoid. So I immediately undid all the windows. And then like I got (laughs) in the car and like drove and it was freezing that day. I drove all the way to the highway with all the windows down. And finally I was like, I think it's okay. (gasps) That's scary. Cause you know what happens to your body when you die that way? No. Why do you know this stuff? What What is wrong with you? My father used to be a volunteer firefighter and he had to go to some horrible things that he would come home and tell us about. And one of them was a man that had killed himself that way. And you know what happens? Your skin turns pitch black. It turns right. the color of the exhaust smoke. Okay, that's too dark. That's deep. That's dark. So was his skin. Hey, <laughs> we're here all night. Oh my gosh. But I'm glad you're still here. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. I, I'm glad I, you know, Wait. like that was probably the closest I've ever come to killing myself. Well, <laughs> I feel like I almost, I almost killed myself twice this week, but I can't remember the other way. But I swear I told someone I almost killed myself twice this week. Uh, and there was <laughs> another way and I can't remember what it was. Which is sad. Is it that often? Uh, well, I hope not. But I, I have a story as, when we get to the news about how you can extend your life. If maybe you need to hear that. Do you want to get onto that one first or like something about bones? Well, we're talking about life. 
Okay. So we so, don't, we're not at death yet. Okay. Cause okay. I'm living. Okay. okay. I don't know which one. life or death. Let's call us at, Oh, well, they can't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear about Mark Cuban? No. You know who Mark, Mark yes. Cuban is? From Shark's Tank. Or he exactly. owns, well, don't tell me the team. Don't tell me the team. Miami Dolphins. No. Uh, Dallas. Name the sport. Let, oh, oh. Dallas. Oh. It's football. No, it's not football. Dribble, dribble, shoot, shoot. Take that ball to the hoop. Basketball. Yeah, Dallas, Dallas Mavericks. Oh, I was going to say Mavericks. Yeah. <laughs> what so about anyways, him? he's launching a new podcast type of network oh. where podcasters can go on and they can interact. 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 Hey, Mark Cuban. They here, can, goes, here goes Mark. They can interact live with their podcasters in real time oh, cool. and like give them money and like, you know, like kind of like Patreon, I guess, or, or whatever, yeah. but for podcasts. And I laugh because I was like, isn't that what radio is? But radio is free. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But radio you can call the station live. Well, not anymore, but you used to be able to call the station live when they had people live actually working. <laughs> uh, you used to be able to call the station live and get people and be able to interact. And like when we worked at the old station, yeah. we had uh, an app where people could text us and text us and we could text back. Yeah. So it's been done, but because Mark Cuban's doing it, he's putting a shiny bow on it. So who knows? Maybe we'll end up on this network. Maybe. We love you, Mark Cuban. And he might be onto something because traditional radio is uh, it's just slicing and dicing. It's not, not going to be I much know. radio we've, left. If you're from Ottawa, we've lost Ontario. some good personalities in the last little while across Canada. Bell, let's talk. Bell, let's cut. How about that? Okay, you didn't- <laughs> You didn't need to drop their name, but all right. Oh, yeah, right. We're, okay. We're available. <laughs> How about we move on to greener pastures? Yeah, okay, fine. You go ahead. What Now you're talking about death? Okay, go ahead. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like life after death. Okay. For all those people that lost their jobs, listen up. Life after, well. <laughs> um, a guy builds a guitar out of his dead uncle's skeleton. So this is, I used to, we Whoa. used to do this on the old show a lot where I'd be like, is this creepy or cool? Creepy or cool. So that's what this one's going to be. Is it creepy? Already, I think cool. cool. Um, his This guy's name is Prince Midnight. How okay. charming. <laughs> and he also is a porn star, just right? in case you... Yeah. He's a rocker. Okay. Yeah. He uh, has had his dead uncle's bones for two decades because apparently his family like refused to cremate his dead uncle. They didn't want to, so... I guess they didn't bury him either. And Buddy just, and Prince Midnight just ended up with his bones. But they must have defleshed him somehow. Well, you have to like bleach them and stuff. Yeah. You know. What, did it say what culture he is? Sorry. No, no. Because there's some, remember we had an episode. Prince Midnight sounds pretty white. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. (laughs) But there are some like Mexican or I don't know what, but remember they collect skulls. No, nothing like that. Nothing like that. Basically this guy, his uncle died. And his family's like, we don't want to cremate him. But I guess they didn't want to, maybe didn't want to pay for a burial. So Buddy ended up with his dead uncle's bones. For 12 years. He's had them for a while. Um, So I guess he was like doing some spring cleaning and found them. And was like, you know what? These bones need to move. I need to find some room. And he decided to take his uncle's (laughs) spine, rib cage, and pelvis to build the foundation for an electric guitar. So think about it. There's I, the yeah. spine that goes down. The pelvis would be like the base thing. And the ri- the ribs would be where you drop. No, the pelvis is like the top where the keys are. I was thinking, uh, you know, like the oh. keys. And then the spine is the thing. And then the ribs are the big part of the guitar. But like everything except for the strings. Because you would need the cave of the of the ribs to well, create the hollow. And it said to build the foundation of the electric guitar. So it's probably not all of it because you have to have like soundproof in there, right? right? That, yeah. 
Um, did you just say that? No, but I said oh, the okay. ribs would create that hollow that you need to get the sound of a guitar. Right, 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 right. Um, so if you go and look for Prince Midnight on social media, he has like a bunch of pictures on the whole process of how he's done it, which I'm sure would be pretty cool. I didn't look because I didn't know if I was like emotionally stable enough at that moment to watch that. <laughs> um, but his uncle was a huge rocker. His um, uncle was also like a big rock star. So he said, this was uh, Prince Midnight's quote, plays perfect and sounds awesome. Now Uncle Philip can shred for all eternity. Oh, that's how he would want it. I love that. So that's why I was like, creepy or cool. Cool, 100%. <sighs> because you know what? I've told you this before and I'll say it again for the record. I don't want to be cremated. I want to be buried so that in a thousand years they can dig me up and put my skeleton- And find absolutely nothing new about digging up your body? No, not me, but it's not about me. I just want to, I want one <laughs> last- Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> years I've known you this is the one time that your own burial is not about you it's about well it is in the end because I just get one last show because what I want them to do is dig me up and put me in like a museum as a skeleton like former human you know CBC influencer <laughs> yes. yeah, thank you for that shout out by the way I'm at yuck yucks this Friday Saturday night they're back baby Oh, really? They are, yes. Come oh, see wow. me. Oh, mm wow. -hmm. Yeah, 50 tickets. <laughs> but, you know, like, I, I told you what my death plans are, and you're going to get stuck with the bill because I'm alone. I got a finger waiting for it. Right? And you can have it. Mm -hmm. Is to be made into a diamond. So I'm like, I want to be made into a diamond. That's not creepy at all. But then I'm, like, thinking about this guitar, and, like, every time you touch it, it's, like, touching your the bones of your uncle. That's creepy, but how is that any more creepy than me wanting to be made into a diamond than someone having to wear my... But it's not someone, it's someone that cares about you, like me or your family. Look, you know how much I love my grandparents. You know how much <laughs> I love my parents. But like, I don't think I need to make a musical instrument out of their bones. Yeah, I, yeah. And like the process of making it freaked me out. Okay, let's just snap Uncle Frank's rib in half and shove this part here. And, <laughs> and screw like that would be the weird part. But once, maybe he'll find like a new way to make guitars, like bone guitars sound better or something. Okay. Have better acoustics. And then what animal is going to start dying for guitars? Right. Right. Well, <laughs> deers. Everyone eats deer all the time. And they're about the same size. Yeah, I just, um, <laughs> you know, like a part of me loves it because the uncle was such a rocker. It's cool. And to me, that's like how you would want to live in infamy. Like, yeah. It's no different than someone being like, sprinkle my ashes over a soccer field. Or me being in a museum. Or me being turned into a diamond. Right. It's all personality so. based. See? Yeah. Maybe I was just in a creep, easily creeped out mood. So you're telling me if you sat in that snowbank a little longer, I could have a new diamond ring right yeah. now. <laughs> or you'd have to pay like 25, 30 G's to get that diamond yeah, ring. Yeah, okay. What's your dad's phone number? <laughs> but if there's a reason you don't have it. Yeah, I bet. Uh, anyway, if you are interested in extending your life, I have a tip for you. This is some good news. The key to living a long life is getting fat as you get older. Well, what? first of all, isn't that just aging? You get yeah. chubby as chubbier as you get older. There's so, a, not a lot of people out there that can say like I was smaller or I was bigger. That's right. In my twenties than I was in my, there are, don't get me wrong. And now and congratulations to y'all that are smaller than you were in your twenties. Yeah. Okay, just, you know, sometimes it's easier to just stop than try to like backpedal and whatever you just did there. <laughs> So yes, you're right though. That's what this study is aiming to point out is that maybe there's an evolutionary reason why we get a little bit chubbier as we age. 
So forget the Botox. Let's eat. And by the way, now we know why Santa Claus lives forever. Because he's chubby. He's chubby. And magic. And magic. So this came out of Ohio. People who chub up as they get older live the longest. Uh, so go ahead and drink your gravy. The study looked at people in Massachusetts, which has got to be one of the fattest places in the United States. I don't know. U.S. and all is yeah. quite chubby. But this study is quite impressive. It was a 70 year long study, 70 years. And they followed people who started their adult lives at an average weight and then slowly became overweight very slowly and never became obese. That's an important point. And they found they lived longer than people who stayed in an average or underweight uh, their entire adult lives. Can I stop you for a yeah, second? Yeah. How do we know what is average overweight and underweight? Because if oh. we're going by BMI scale, and we were talking Girl. about this before the podcast, yeah. Because you were like, Jenna, you're looking smaller in the hips. And I was like, thank you. Yes. Not the hips because I don't have it. The waist. But the waist. And that's the key. Keep going. But like BMI is such fucking the bullshit measurement. Yeah increments or whatever the fuck it stands for body mass index yeah bullshit mass is. index is what it is because i'm technically obese me too am i obese no no it, you're right my bmi and i looked at it this morning is 25.1 that's yeah. overweight so what is the standard for okay what is average you know what so, i mean so here's what i looked up because you could imagine when i saw i was overweight on that chart i just went beside myself but if you are someone who works out and you have muscle mass usually your bmi will put you in a higher category than you really are so it's your waist it all comes down to your waist and here's what it is for women under 35 inches for men under 40 is what <clears throat> normal so you're not overweight until your waist is over 35 Ooh, for a woman or un- over 40 for a man okay no matter what your bmi because says. that's where you wear a lot of like your unhealthy weight for your heart and stuff and yeah that's your what BMI unhealthy is. weight yeah okay but the frustrating part about this study is that the researchers aren't sure why a few extra pounds helps you because you still live, live a healthy healthy uh, happy life if you're continually like remember when you went all fucking like anorexic girl <laughs> yeah. after you know my divorce after yeah. the divorce from our job and yeah. from yeah. your man yeah but after that and like that was a brutal lifestyle. Like you were like, I can't have carbs. I can't no. do this. I can't do that. That makes you unhappy. I'm sorry, but there is nothing that makes me more happy. Like after this, we are sitting down and we're making that <laughs> feta baked pizza uh, pasta. Yeah. And I am happy. It makes me it happy. Does. So maybe that's why we live longer because we're living our lives the way we want to. Maybe. And it's a good preach. But no, that is a good message because I'll tell you when I was in that really skinny phase during the play, I was seeing a guy and he would be like constantly be like, You're too skinny, you're too skinny. And I would take it as a compliment. But looking back at those photos, I think I look better now than I did then, even though I may have something you can grab on my stomach now. And people are sometimes attracted to that. Nobody wants to lay on top of bones. Right. And everybody wants to be able to eat feta baked pasta <laughs> without feeling fucking guilty about That's it the right. next day. Preach. You know, is it not enough guilt that I get from drinking booze? Well, this is why we've got a stomach. Yeah. Right. <laughs> That's why. You know, but we're not giving this up. If you live your life the way you want to and you're happy and content, you're going to live longer, period. Yeah. Kumbaya, <laughs> my lord. All right. Next story. Okay. So. You just talked about like when you were dating someone, they said you were too skinny, but you haven't dated someone in a really long time since. <laughs> Way to rub it in, Jemmo. Right, right. Sorry, I had to write this down so that I didn't forget like points to like just stab you right in the Oh, heart, great. Okay? I'll just keep waiting. I-, I have found that everyone that you date or like whatever you want to call it in your world, as you like to call it. <laughs> 
Um, you always tend to find like these new prospects, like you always find something wrong with them. Uh, okay. Do you know what I mean? They can have like a great job, this, that, but there's always like one thing wrong. Like you're always going to find something wrong with that one person. Okay. I'm sorry, but it was two inches. What do you want me to do with that? <laughs> you could do a lot with two inches. Okay. Keep going. Um, what I think you need to do instead of like focusing on like the things you don't like is you need to start prioritizing the qualities that you do like in these men. Money. So like, well, that could be one. So basically <laughs> like, I want you to create a list of priorities when it comes to qualities you're looking for in a partner. And if they hit like four out of five or three out of five, then fucking good. They pass, they pass. And then maybe you'll find some happiness. I don't think you need a list. It's chemistry, baby. You get the tingles, you get the tingles. Yeah, but you're beyond the chemistry part because you won't let chemistry even get in there. I will. You can't date in a okay. pandemic. But but you know what? I have to tell you something because Carrie Bradshaw. <laughs> oh, that finger's out. No, folks. Carrie Bradshaw has a quote that says, some people are settling. Others are settling down. But I refuse to settle for anything but butterflies. And I was like, yes, Carrie. What the that's fuck what does I'm going that to, mean? That you get that tingle. I don't settle down. Oh, I thought you meant butterflies, like actual butterflies. No. Like, what does that have what to do? What are you, Mariah What do insects have to do with this conversation? <laughs> but you told me something that you said at our age, which is rather advanced. We don't need to say a number. You don't always get the butterflies anymore. And it doesn't mean you won't grow to really like someone. Right. And you weren't speaking from experience. Butterflies can be dangerous too. Butterflies can be dangerous because you could get them from for someone that, you know. Oh, there's raise your hand if you have felt butterflies for the most toxic person that you've ever had in your life. Yeah. I and we're both raising everyone's our hands. raising their hands. Butterflies so, aren't always a good thing. Maybe I just contradict. But I just I just wanted to help you out. All right. That was like my whole intention was like try to help you. You find haven't. You told me to make a list. What are someone. you getting at? Anyways, so I made a list. Okay, good. Well, I didn't make this list. This list was based on a survey and asked um, people what qualities they look for most in a partner. Here's the top. Oh, 10. here so we I'm going to start at the bottom, like the ones least. And honestly, none of these have to do with looks. Or fucking money, which I thought was amazing. Well, now I'm going to fall asleep. Right. 10. <laughs> number 10. 10? Oh, God. Is 40% look for similar hobbies. I thought that would be huge on the list. Well, not for me, because I don't want to date someone that does stand-up comedy or is, wants to be famous. That... Is that a hobby or is that career? That's a job. Well, I hope so one day. Right. <laughs> similar taste in TV shows, books, and other oh, media. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I would hate like, like, because I would be totally that girl that like, if he put on a show and he's like, oh, this is funny. And I didn't find it funny. I'd be like, yeah, it's so funny. And I'm watching it for a month. Wendy Williams said that today on her show too. Girls are funny. You can't trust girls. Right. Similar lifestyle to you. Well, yeah, you can't be someone that goes to the gym all the time. And then your boyfriend is, you know, my man right now doesn't drink that much. And I drink without him. I drink when he doesn't drink. <sighs> In front of him, though? Of course. Oh, okay. I was good. Well, no, I was like, no, it's different if, like, you could have a glass of wine and he's not. But if you're, like, running to the bathroom to chug some vodka, that's different. <laughs> <laughs> I've never done that. Um, also on the list at number seven is kind. What does that stand for? <laughs> no. They look for their partner to be kind. Oh, God. Nice. Gross. <laughs> they also want them to be honest is next on the list. I'm surprised that's not higher on the list. Oh, we're going up. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, no, that's number six. Okay. So now we're at number five. You respect them. That to me is super high on my 
like I always like to date guys that are smarter than me because I respect people that are smarter than me. Huh. I don't know. I don't obviously don't respect you. <laughs> We're equals. Right. <laughs> um, at number four is they want them to be intelligent. I value that big time. Number three makes you laugh. Super important. If you do not laugh with your lover, the fuck are you doing? Yeah, I agree with that. Right. Or, or at the very least that you can make them laugh because that makes you feel good. Number three or number two is trustworthy. You got to trust them. And the number one quality that people look for in a partner has nothing to do with their personality. It's a skill set. What do you think it is? You seem so excited about that. What do you think it is? Because I just, I'm surprised that of all the things, all of the qualities of you are like, take your perfect partner. What's the best quality? What would it be? For you or for me? No, for you. What would it be? Well, I already said money. Yeah. My quality <laughs> would be like security and intelligence. Uh, yeah. Being a fucking good cook. What? Okay. Who cares about that? Right? Ain't nobody got time to cook. Although I have to say, I've never dated men that were good cooks, but the one I'm dating now, he like, he's a great cook. I wouldn't say like he's an amazing cook, but he likes to cook. He will cook. And I like it. I like having that um, like responsibility taken off my plate as the woman in the relationship. Well, you know, which it, if you're going to heteronormatives. Yeah, good, good disclaimer. But it is true that it is a very homey feeling when someone wants to provide food for you. And I'm thinking about mm -hmm. my last long-term relationship. He was quite a talented cook too. Right. I didn't really ever value it, but I obviously stuck around for 14 years. <laughs> We've never cooked together. Like it, oh. together at the same time mm -hmm. cooking one dish. However, like I cook and he sits there and watches me and chills with me. When he cooks, I do the same thing. So it's still like we're doing it together. It's just one person's yeah. doing all the work. I'm glad to hear that because yeah. that's how I feel when you cook for me. Sometimes I feel like, should I be helping or something? But right. it's like, no. <laughs> yeah. So here's our TikTok moment. Okay. I'm doing this because we're trying to make TikToks and it's easy to edit the video. Okay. The uh, Top five things that people look for in a potential partner. Number five, you respect them. Number four, intelligent. Number three, makes you laugh. <laughs> number two, trustworthy. Number one, and the number one quality they have to be <gasps> is a good cook. Mm. I don't understand that. I'm still kind of stumped that that would be the number one quality. That's the only thing that's like sort of superficial. Well, it's not superficial. I just, I've never met someone that hunts a good cook when they're looking to date someone. Right. What are you looking for in but a man? Maybe that just sets it up, like up and above the bar. There is nothing that makes you feel more secure inside, like a good fucking meal. Mm -hmm. Like a meal that hugs you from the I inside. I think whoever wrote that list was pretty damn hungry. That's what I think. <laughs> Maybe they did hey. a little marijuana. Yeah, a little a marriage. Of By mine. the way, make sure you listen to our episode with Amanda Siebert. We talk all about, she's the author of a book called uh, Little Book of Cannabis, which is amazing. We touch on cannabis just a tiny bit because you guys know everything about it now. But then we go into psychedelics and we talk a lot about mushrooms and microdosing versus macrodosing and all that fun stuff. That'll be out on Friday. Right. Well, I gotta stop doing that. Right. Maybe they're listening to this three weeks from now. Well, you like, can get it as Friday? of Friday. Yeah, you yeah. can download it as of Friday. Yeah. Um, yeah. So what? I can't remember what I was gonna you're, say. you're gonna try and go into a segue, but you you had one in your head. No, I didn't have a segue. I had a comment <laughs> on something you said, and now I forget it. Well, it wasn't that important. All right, next headline. This one's a doozy and really embarrassed me. I'm glad my dentist is closed during the pandemic. Mine isn't. I just oh. went to the dentist the other day. 
Oh, did you? I fucking loved it. You want to know why I loved it so much? You got a cleaning? No, because I got to touch and talk to strangers. Oh. Because <laughs> the that's... lockdown has been getting to me. I was so pumped. So I walked into that dentist's office like, hey, Stacy, hey, Janice. I know that's not your name, <laughs> but I'm saying hi anyways. How's the kids? You don't have kids? I don't care. I was so pumped to talk to people. And did Janice say, oh, my God. Janice here. Remember from Friends? Jamla Bing. <laughs> my little bingaling. I love that you said I, I you love to talk and touch strangers. Our listeners learn something new every episode. Oh, I do. I love it was so hey boys. I was so nice to like have <laughs> a stranger in my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> now there's a segue. There's a spot in your mouth that can tell your dentist if you've been doing nodding things. Oh! With other men. I didn't even know you're going into this story. Yeah. I legit was like trying to be funny. This blows my mind. Okay. When your dentist is all up in your mouth, it turns out they're learning way more about you than just your flossing habits. Believe it or not, your dentist can actually tell if you've been performing a certain mouth-based act on a gentleman. Uh, not if you've been performing it on a woman? No, this is if you're slobbing a knob because only that's interesting. And here's why this sounds like a myth, but uh, this of course came from TikTok, where every good information comes <laughs> these days. Quote, I just found out the dentist can find out whether someone has given brain emoji or not. I'm screaming. Okay. That was her caption. I didn't need to read that. I apologize, but it's true. <laughs> Some dentists and hygienists have posted responses to this TikTok saying it is true. So when you've been doing uh, giving head regularly to a man, there's a light bruise that gets left on your soft palate. If you're deep throating. Yeah, but your soft palate it can be different for everybody, but it can start. <laughs> but even if you're not deep throating. Sorry, if for people that are listening, I just definitely made a deep throating. But, but listen, this spot is so sensitive to bruising that it can show a bruise even if you don't feel it. So it, even if you like touch a dick to it, it might get a bruise. That you don't even re realize. So let's rephrase this. Dentists can only tell if you suck dick, if you suck dick like the night before. Yeah. Because a bruise heals, especially well, in your mouth. Yeah. But I mean, what more that morning? I don't know. How long does it take for a bruise Who's to show sucking up? sucking dick? Excuse me? Who is sucking dick on the morning that they're going to the dentist? Excuse I don't me? even eat food on the morning I go to the dentist. I literally floss like 20 times before I go to the dentist because I am so insecure that the dentist can be like, bitch, you haven't been flossing. And I can be like, yes, I have. Yes, I have. Hey, Jenna, there's a flake of cum in your teeth. What's this? You know, no, that's not going to happen. the man you're sucking off flakes cum, <laughs> no, we have a whole other fucking <laughs> conversation we need to have. Yeah, no. But I've definitely done it in the morning. Men, Before men, you're going to the dentist. I don't know. Probably. It's not about the morning or evening. I don't care what time of day it's. Every time of day is a great day to suck dick. <laughs> but, <laughs> but before you're going to go to the dentist, you're going to suck dick the morning before you go to the dentist. I don't remember. I'm sure I would. Why? I wouldn't. Because oh, well, I used to be in a relationship and we'd sleep together and sometimes you wake up and things are erect. I mean, I'm just telling you. I just, but before the dentist is my point. You know, someone's going in and you know, what if they pulled out a pube between the back well, of listen, your molars or something? After this gross. story, after this story, this I'll never so do it again. Fucking gross. Because how many dentists are out there laughing at the lunchroom right. because they just, you know, saw this that big must old have bruise. been a big throbber. <laughs> right. The size of the bruise on the back of her throat. Or what if a couple comes in together? Like, I know what they were doing in the car in the parking lot. Like, oh my God. <laughs> Sorry, I just got to. Oh, oh, by the way, this dentist goes, 
uh, as a patient doctor confidentiality or secret will always be safe with us. However, if they suspect abuse, oh, uh, they will have why to did you have to add that? It's so <laughs> sad. Because this proves it's a real thing. So every time your dentist says, say, ah, open up, they're looking at your soft palate to see if it's bruised. Okay. How come we haven't heard about that before? That's all I have to say about that. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I know. Open I know. up your mouth and say, uh... <laughs> <laughs> don't you put it in your mouth. Tell but... you tell someone you love. So the next, time, the next time you're slobbing a knob, you try to do it without touching it to your soft palate. Because I think it touches well, it. Well, you rub it against your soft <laughs> That's what I'm right. So I, there, I'm just joking. My mouth's a virgin. <laughs> Now let's hope your mom's not listening to this one. <laughs> My wine's empty. Cheers. <laughs>